What up, fam? On this episode of Snapback Sports Pod, COVID is running rampant in the NFL and the NBA, too. That doesn't stop us, though, from a Chargers Chiefs underdog people's pick em. Let's cash out. We also preview some other highlighted games in week 15 before chatting about Stephen Curry breaking the record, Kevin Durant going absolutely nuts in the real basketball world and on Twitter, and a surprise signing on National Signing Day. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A blast! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant with the jumper. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Oh, do I have a story for you, Jack. Uh, so I just started a new job. A lot of people know that. And today was supposed to be the holiday party in person. And for those of you who are not in the workforce yet, uh, a holiday party might seem kind of boring to you, a company holiday party, but they're actually pretty fun. People get to know each other. There's good food, drinks, games, etc. Uh, a couple people got COVID because that's just the world we're living in. And they moved it to a virtual holiday party. That's right. A holiday party on Zoom. They brought in like a third party provider and played like games and stuff. Wow. Um, but when I told you I had a virtual holiday party, what was what did you say back to me? I said, that sucks. No, it was fun. You know why? <laughs> you know why it was fun? Because there was this like three-part trivia game like consisted of you were broken into teams and you played three different games you're awarded points for different ones the first one was like a family feud type game the second was like a word scrambler you get a bunch of letters make as many words as possible and the third was like this long trivia game my team won Mm. and i was the uh i typed in the answers for us i was the scribe and i'm really hyped right we won it was a lot of fun and they they announce what the prize is for the winning team and they go the winning team is actually to get five hundred dollars. Whoa! So my face just opens wide. Long pause to the charity of their choice. Oh. Now listen, I love charity and all, but don't dangle that in front of my face thinking I'm about a cake from this game of trivia at this virtual holiday party. I, I listen. I love charity. I'm we're gonna give it to a good charity, and I'm happy we are. But for a split second, I thought I was rich. And I started this job a week ago, and they were just throwing half half a grand at me because I can answer it. Half a grand. That is a saying for sure. Half a grand. Because I can answer it. I mean, it sounds way better than $500. Oh, for sure. Did you see the other amazing charity story from this week's news? The Buffalo Bills? No. Bills Mafia, they are an incredible bunch. You may remember. Nice group of people. When they gave... Uh, thousands of dollars to Andy Dalton's charity when he threw the touchdown against the Ravens to get them into the playoffs for the first time in a while. This past uh, week, they donated $18,000 to a charity that supports essentially the blind in honor of the referees from Sunday's game. So, you know, they what took... What did they miss? 
Oh, you didn't see all the like the pass interference in the holdings? I was just too busy counting Josh Allen's completions. Yeah, I'll I'll share the picture with you. But they it was one of those like Brady got a, a few calls on Sunday, and so they took an awful. You mean situation. it? You mean it? You mean it was Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday, and so they took a bad situation and they turned it into funny and a positive. So who is like King Bill's Mafia? Who organizes that? I don't like, know. Is there, a, is there a prime minister of Bill's Mafia? There's probably a couple of people who are leaders in the community. I don't know who they are exactly, but let's see what Eagleson says. Pinto Ron. Pinto Ron. Okay, you're gonna need more information on that, uh, Eagleson. That's not. So, that's just not a real name. Yeah, it's obviously not. And there's no play on Bills or Buffalo or Wings or literally yeah. anything. But a shout out Pinto. Wait, Ron. Why not name him just like Bill Pinto Clinton? Bean? Yeah, I don't know. So we got to make some money this week because you're mm-hmm. donating all yours to charity. The People's Pick'em is back, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use code Jack Deposit Match. Uh, put down 25 you get an extra 25 so you could take this for 50 and you only had to put 25 it's really quite the offer for new members if you're an existing member you're just gonna have to throw down your normal size and uh cash out with us so without further ado i'm like itching for this right we last year last week was uh vikings Steelers and we recorded on Thursday and I didn't drop till Friday. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's been I'm a having little. a little, I'm having a little people's people's pick them withdrawal. And it's been a while since we've hit, but, but we haven't been consistent. Like this is back to what we do best. It's right. a primetime game. It's freaking chargers chiefs and we're ready to roll. So Abe deliver us your first selection. First pick, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, over 66 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. I feel like he's been getting involved in the offense a little bit more ever since he's been back. I like the Chargers in this game, right? So I think, I don't know how the two are necessarily correlated, but I'm going to try and put them together right now. So if I like the Chargers in this game, right, chances are they're going doing a good job on defense. They're stopping the attack of Hill. They're stopping the attack of Kelsey. And they're doing a good job in coverage, and that leaves Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the flat, on a screen, you got the receiving right there, and you're going to have to run the book. You know what they say. You got to establish the run. So 66 and a half in this spot where I think the Chiefs struggle, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a little bit of a shining spot. I like that. I like that line right there. Yeah, the Chargers run defense is definitely one of the weaker points on the team. So yeah, isn't Bosa so, out maybe? Uh, I'm not sure if he's out. He might just be playing video games, some Call of Duty. That seems to be okay. his new obsession. But I like this selection. And – Something that I learned over the past week, because I heard it so many times, I'm like 99% sure at this point it's E-Lair, which I disagree with personally. Clyde Edwards, it, it is. It's E-Lair, yeah. Yeah, and I, I've known that, but I'm still, it's like I was talking about this last night with my friend. It's like, everyone knows damn well his name is Zion, but for whatever reason, people call him Zion. Who? No, no one does. Yeah. No, people call him Zion as people. I wouldn't want because I was watching the absolute dog. It's more like Tarad. Like everyone knows now that his name's or Darren versus Deron Williams. No, I was watching the absolute dog shit game. That was the Knicks and Warriors last night. I was bored halfway through the second quarter after Steph broke the record. So, you know what? Turn on some Zion college highlights because I'll never see that again. And it's like, you got like all these college commentators calling him Zion Williamson. It's like, dude, that's not his name. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. All right, my next pick, or my first pick, rather, Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have to go to the Rivals tab within Pick'em here, not the over-under, but Patrick Mahomes 
minus 2.5 rush yards for Justin Herbert. I think this is a bad line, personally. I know Herbert can move, but Patrick Mahomes runs way more than Justin Herbert, especially in a game like we're expecting on Thursday night. So I this is my this is my play. This is my hammer play. I'm gonna use it for the people tomorrow night on the snapback story as well. I think this is a surefire snack. And I felt that way about Cooper Cup minus three and a half receptions versus Odell on Monday night. That smashed. So when I see one I love, I like to attack it. And this one is I'm in attack mode. No, I kind of like that because and I don't know their 40-yard dash times. And if you have them, keep them to yourself because, frankly, I don't give a shit. But put it this way, Jack. If we lined up Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes in one end zone and had them sprint to the other end zone, I would figure Mahomes would beat Herbert by at least two and a half yards. <laughs> Mahomes kind of waddles. He's got that weird, weird Yeah, but he little... looked like penguin waddles yeah, really fast. I yeah. feel like I've never seen Herbert move. That's what I'm saying. In my head, it's like, when does he like He's even... got the highest or second highest QBR in the league. He just hangs back there and yeah, slings he's it. He's a pocket passer. He's a traditional guy. He's a quarterback. So there we go. I'm going with Mahomes. Mahomes is a running back. But my second pick, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, is Tyreek Hill under six and a half receptions. Nobody likes to bet unders, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone loves the big stars and taking their overs because they like to bet on what they like to root for. And you probably want to root for Tyreek Hill to go off, especially if you're in the fantasy playoffs with him on your team. And that's why we're going to take the under because I know a lot of you are rooting for the over, and that never really happens like that. Like I said, I think the Chiefs come out struggling tomorrow night. I don't think, I think it's going to be a hard-fought game, and I, I don't see Tyreek Hill getting seven receptions. It's a lot of receptions. I get he's a – top five whatever wide out in the league but seven receptions on any given week is a lot of receptions especially in a divisional matchup especially in a hard game on the road i like this spot here okay i personally would have ridden like a a road ridden road i think ridden might be right as well spell it ridden r-i-d-d-e-n yep no i think i would have rode I actually think I'm right, and you might be wrong. I know ridden's a word, but I'm not sure in this scenario I would have ridden. I would have rode. Mm, hmm. Pretty sure it's rode. What's ridden, show? What, what's the definition of ridden? Maybe, actually. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's some words I don't know what they mean that I should. Road is the simple past form. Ridden is the past present participle yeah i What's think that mean i think i think I, i'm you know clearly we both have no clothes so this is what i'm going to take it as like you can't tell me what past participle pars- means but what was the other one what's road road is in the simple past form right so i think once it happens you're able to say i i rode hill under but when I'm speaking about it in the and it I think has, I think you know what you're saying right now is just makes no sense and you're really saying the same. No, thing. no, no. You get what I'm saying. Once I, you're saying I would have all right, so the game goes tomorrow. Yes. Tyreek Tyreek Hill goes over. Right. We took the under, which won't happen. Do you say I would have rode Tyreek Hill over or I would have ridden Tyreek Hill over? It's the same shit. It is the same shit. I have Are no idea correct? what passed. What's Eagleson saying? What? Ride is is the present simple. Road is the past simple. Ridden is the past participle. What is past participle? 
Yeah. The form. You... Oh. Hmm. Read it out loud. I... <laughs> the form of a verb typically ending in ed in English, which is used in forming perfect and passive tenses and sometimes as an adjective. I have no idea. Yeah, I actually don't know. I don't know who I would contact. If I were to compose a tweet to figure it out, I don't even know how I would compose the tweet. But we'll work on that after the show. Okay. All right. But Tyreek Hill under. Yeah. I would have ridden or rode Kelsey's unders, given that he's been less affected. But I agree with you. Six and a half receptions to get to seven. That is, that's a decent bet. Uh, The fourth and final pick, I'm going with Mike Williams under 66 and a half receiving yards. Mike Williams was on fire to start the year. He was uh, he was wide receiver one or two with Cooper Cup for the first six weeks of the year. He's definitely calmed down. He had 100 plus yard game in his past few. And even last week with Keenan Allen out, he didn't even go off. So I think this is a really, really high line, especially against the Chiefs defense. I'll say it. They're playing good football, led by but Daniel Sorensen. So they're injured and they're COVID. I just, I just think, I think it's they a have high three line. key starters, including Chris Jones, that are out. Oh, Chris Jones is out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love the Chargers because when he came back, that's when their turnaround. And I don't give anyone enough credit. Like I would never give him all the credit for that. But apparently, when he's inverse out, the splits are like insanity. So something like to Joel look into. Something oh, I lied. Oh wait, no. Yeah, he's out. Okay. They will be without Legarius Sneed. Mm-hmm. That's out. That's a corner. Willie Gay. Okay. And the Chiefs do not believe Chris Jones because of COVID will be able to play. Okay. So that might change things in terms of my game prediction, which if you want to talk about real quickly, I'll say with Chris Jones out on a short week, COVID problems. You saw what happened, you know, recently when when teams play big games and then they go on the road on a short week, the players say it. The players literally complain about it. They're like, this is tough. This is a really, really quick turnaround. I know it's a major game, so you have to imagine the Chiefs are going to be up for it. Can the Chargers really stand? Like, if the Chargers win this game, it's t- they're tied up at the top of the division, and the Chargers hold both games over the Chiefs, which gives them the tiebreaker. This is a major game, Abe. Who do you like? I mean, like I like the Chiefs every single week. Right. If you if you took every individual game on a week to week basis of what my predictions with the Chiefs would be, they would go seventeen and zero. Right. I never pick against them, but you have the hottest team in football. The Chiefs winning six in a row. Sorry, Eagleson. Maybe okay. Yeah, the hottest team because the Dolphins have won five. On a short week against a team that's very familiar with them, they're yeah. shorthanded, they're going on the road, they just absolutely throttled the, the Raiders. I want to still say the Chiefs because I know that you and I are going to end up mm-hmm. maybe investing in the Chargers tomorrow yeah. night. So I don't want to give the old ESPN four for four, people pick the same teams, they obviously lose. I just think that this is, you know what, I'm not going to pick the Chargers. I'm just going to go ahead and say, this is a tough game for the Chiefs to win. It's a schedule loss. I'll, I'll just call it that. And we see these things happen in the NBA all the time. There's schedule losses. And in the NFL, if you get caught on a short week against a good, like, let's not discount. Like, if the Chargers win this game, they're a legitimate team that the Ravens blew out. Sorry. Um, 
So I, I I think the Chargers can win this game, but we shall see. It's it is it, a hard game for the Chiefs to win. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's definitely it is easier for the Chargers to win than it is the Chiefs. But Vegas doesn't appear to think so. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into the rest of our week 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, four weeks to go preview. Just briefly talk about COVID just dominating the NFL. Just going. I mean, I want the Will over. Chamberlain I want the, numbers. I want the over on underdog for this. I'm not even the NFL, the NBA too. Yeah, the NBA is not looking like good. Like you realize that Christmas basketball next week is going to suck. Mm. Like Harden's in protocols. Giannis is in protocols. The I don't Knicks know if they're playing. Be- yeah, it, it's going to Oh, who do the Knicks play? The Hawks. Oh, Trey's return to the garden. You going? No, I'll be down in Florida. Yeah. Um, but no, COVID is running absolutely rampant. And for those of you who are saying, dude, what if they shut up, shut down sports again? They won't. You they, they, so. No shot. No shot. They just shut down sports. They've lost a lot enough money during the time where they did shut down sports. Hmm. Hold, please. Oh, shit. Hypothetically, like a a four-month pause on this season. NFL or NBA? It would literally bring the Ravens back to life. <laughs> we'd be fucking lit. We'd have like we'd be our pretty whole, good, too. Yeah, we'd have our whole damn squad. We'd be leading the division. Be too. We'd have three or four at home. I mean, I'm just saying, Roger, stop thinking about the money. Think about the safety of your people. Let's just push it off until the weather is warmer. I'm just saying. Imagine you get imagine you get spring football where you can wear shorts and a t-shirt at the bank for Ravens playoffs. Is there amazing. anything you'd want more in life? Peters, Humphrey, Stanley, Boyle. Oh my goodness, it would be incredible. Just something to think about, Roger. Um, let's get into Saturday football first because we have our first Saturday uh, NFL of the year. Raiders Browns. This is a game that people are saying may need to be postponed. The Browns have, I believe, eighteen people on the COVID list. They were uh, four point favorites when the line opened. They're now one and a half point underdogs at home, with a chance to take the divisional lead. And part of that is because Baker Mayfield looks like he's going to be out. Let's just be clear about something: Baker Mayfield to Case Keenum. I don't think changes the line. If it does, it's a half of a point. You used to be in that business. It can't be a full point, right? There's no difference in those two at this point right now. I actually think Vegas might be a Ravens fan. <laughs> They're trying to reflect the line that Baker Mayfield has that much of an impact yes, on the team so yes. that the Browns will inevitably pay. Yes, I, I could not so agree. I guess more. Baker Mayfield is worth three points. but Three? It might, it's five and a half. It's whatever. Swung. It might shock you to believe. I think the Browns win this game. Oh, I, I totally agree. Well, I think the Browns th- win this game. This is one you of those. Remember, people forget the Browns won a playoff game without Kevin Stefanski coaching. Mm. Kevin Stefanski has COVID, might not be coaching. I'm a man of trends. That's all I can say. The Browns are better without Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, and I do believe the Raiders played the Dolphins in the same spot Saturday night with a couple weeks ago last year. It's when they, you know, went to the bullpen late. Brought in Fitzmagic and won the game. So people are saying Case Keenum, you know, the quarterbacks have had success as Wait, backup. you guys lost to the Dolphins two years in a row? The Raiders, 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 oh, Raiders. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, come on. 
Let's not be ridiculous here. But listen, the Raider, the Browns are undefeated as Kevin Stefanski with Kevin Stefanski as their head coach when he's not their head coach. It's, uh, it's sim- a- similar to Bo Nix. He's undefeated against Nick Saban. Hmm. He beat him his first year. Uh, Saban was out with COVID when Auburn lost to Alabama, and then Nix was out this season. Undefeated against Saban. Simple math. I actually don't know if any quarterbacks in the country can say they're undefeated against Nick Saban ever. Besides Bo Nix. Probably not. Next game on Saturday night. This will be fun because I am the leader of the fraudulent cutie Patriots bandwagon. And I am also a proponent of the Wentz Colts. They get a chance. They get a chance. It's two and a half point favorites on Saturday night in prime time. Carson Wentz versus Bill Belichick sounds like one of the bigger mismatches in NFL history. What do you think? Can the Colts win this game? Um, This sucks, man. This sucks. Like the Patriots have been one of the more hyped teams in the last month, month and a half. Like they're clicking. They beat the Bills. Um, Who else they just beat? Somebody. I don't know. But everyone's on the Patriots. They're second favorites to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC behind the Chiefs. Crazy. Um, and somehow they're two and a half points against a team that nobody's talking about in the Indianapolis Colts. Two and a half point underdogs. I'm talking about. It's just like looking me in the face and telling me, Abe, you're not going to like it, but the Colts are probably going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe big. Maybe big. I don't know. I. I, I've come around on the Patriots. I'm not going to lie. I, I think their defense is so good this year. They're playing so well that, you know, you can stop Taylor a little bit, make Wentz a passer, and there's a path to victory. I just don't see the Patriots offense. Be- Once again, they're going to fall behind in a game this year. And is Mac Jones going to be able to bring them back? I don't know. The Patriots to me are kind of like the Warriors, right? I'm watching this. Hear me out. oh oh like this year's warriors yeah this year's warriors Uh, and this year's patriots hear me out um because i'm watching this knicks warriors game last night i'm just granted the knicks suck so take it with a grain of salt but the way the warriors are moving the ball on offense everyone's sliding into their positions nobody's clammed up together they're getting easy layups cutting towards the rim and they're just playing great sport team basketball without good players on their team you know what i mean like they have some good players here they have one, good players they have Stephen one good Curry. they have one good player on their team Draymond, one good player. i i get what you're saying everyone plays their role to the max i think that's yes. the takeaway and that's and i'm not going to say they're well coached because i still refuse to admit that steve kerr is like a great coach Yeah, he's an interesting coach i i like that comparison i'll even say the rate uh the patriots are a little bit like 2018 ravens where they have a string of like incredible hotness where you don't fall behind, where you play sound defense, where you run the ball and you make plays in the past game at timely times. But we saw what happened when the Ravens fell behind to the Titans. It was just a disaster. And that's actually how I picture this Patriots team. So I don't, I actually don't want to say they're going to lose to the, to the Colts. I think there's a good, they have a great chance in every game they play because of the way they play. What happens is, can they win three or four in a row in the playoffs? I am very adamant that the case is no. So, I don't know who wins that game Saturday night. I like the but, Colts in this game, and it but, really, really pains me to see. Yeah, that's how much he must like the Colts, if he's willing to say it on the airwaves. 
Another huge game uh, pivoting off of Colts is Titans-Steelers. Titans have the divisional lead by one game. Colts are right there. Love, love, love the Titans in this spot. Really? Absolutely love the Titans in this spot. Explain like I said, I want to check the line. It's very simple. Watching Ben Roethlisberger play football is a chore. He is miserable. And hey, you're the one who said it. Mike Tomlin, overrated coach. You said it, not me. He's a two-point dog at home, though. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The Titans suck, too. I know. And the Titans are favored on the road against a historically great team. The Steelers usually get respect around the league. Like the Titans are going to win this game. 0.0000000 chance the Steelers win. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. You hate yep. Ben more than I do. I don't hate Ben. I can just, I just have like eyeballs. eyes. Yeah. Uh, shout out to myself, by the way, because on Monday's pod, I, I red alerted the Rams. That's two and oh, I might have a new thing cooking here. You're not a 0.0 guy anymore? I don't know. I don't know. The 0.0 is for special occasions. The red alert is like empty your bank account till it's in the red. That's what that's based off of. I don't know if I have a red alert on this game or in this whole weekend. But if I get one, fam, I'll let you guys know. Last game of week 14 of week 15, sorry, is Packers Ravens. You're going to get smacked. Ravens signed, smacked. signed Josh Johnson off the Jets practice squad, which would indicate one thing. Lamar Josh Jackson. Johnson. Josh He's, Johnson. What's his name? Josh Johnson. He played better football for the Jets this year than Zach Wilson did. If that's if that's any sign of encouragement for you, there you go. Well, he's not going to be the starter. T. Hunt will be the starter, who's been great in, his, uh, in Lamar's absence. It does appear because of that signing – Lamar's going to be out for this week. And I think it's the right thing to do. The Ravens. You would are, lose with Lamar. You're going to get smacked without him. Yeah, the Ravens are playing with house money in this game. They're going to lose the game. It'll be the first game I pick the opposing team against us all season. That's how bad down how down bad the Ravens are. Um, but the it's not a game that really matters to Baltimore. There's two games left on the schedule that matter. They need to beat Cincinnati, and they need to beat Pittsburgh in Week 18. If they get to 10-7, and seven, they should be clean on the tiebreakers. And honestly, I don't know if anyone else gets to 10 if the Browns lose on Saturday. So No, did you not hear the Dolphins are going to win 10 games this year? Yeah, I'm talking division. I'm talking. No. Yeah, I, I would not want to be in a wildcard race with Miami. I mean, I. that's a dangerous team. They've won five in a row. Have and they heard? have tiebreakers over the race. And they have so. tiebreakers. And they're playing Taysom Hill. They're playing yeah. Ryan Tannehill without yeah. Henry. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time to be a Dolphins. It really is. Timing is nice. Well, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, Steph Curry breaks the record. Kevin Durant becomes the GOAT. We'll tell you why. National Signing Day craziness. And we hear from Eagle Man. We'll be right back. All right, fam. We are back. Stephen Curry, the all-time leader in three-pointers made. He made five last night, I believe, against your New York Knicks. He was horrible in the game. The game was terrible. But the moment was really cool. And we discussed this a couple, like, I want to say 10 days ago-ish, a few podcasts ago. And we were like, we didn't quite get all the hype behind it. 
And then we debated if it happened to be an MSG, what the ticket price would be. My seats, I probably should have sold. They were going for like $1,000. The get-in price was five fifty. It was pretty nuts. And like, there's it, no way it would have been that big of a deal had he done it in Indiana. No. Because the game wouldn't have been on national television. No, it, yeah. have all their Reggie Miller, TNT. Yeah, it, it, it really fell into It was a perfect lap. storm. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. And, you know, special things happen inside of that, that arena. Unfortunately, none of them for the home team, but special things happen nonetheless. Stephen A actually had a good comparison today. I don't know if you've heard. He has said that the Knicks are the carpet that you mm. walk into before you enter a beautiful home. Mm. And everyone just wipes their feet on the carpet and then enters the beautiful home that is the garden. I like that. Everyone. Take. Everyone has their big moments in the garden. You've got LeBron's 54, Steph's 50, Reggie Miller's X amount in 38 points in 30 seconds. You've got um, Jordan Zeke Najee's 21 points career high. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Jordan goes. with 55. Like, yeah. And I, I kind of like that analogy. I, I would have given us a little more class, like where the red carpet that gets stepped on, like all the stars utilize it to get to, you know, the main event. But I, I get where he's coming from. We're a joke. Stephen Curry is not. What an incredible feat. Um, I don't really have much more to say than it was a really cool experience, and I'm glad that the record's over with so that my Warriors can win it all. I was. Okay. I picked them last year. It was a COVID <laughs> year. You know how Didn't make true. the playoffs. Part of me was, like, mad that it got out of the way so early and that he only needed two. Like, I wanted, like, a clo- – like, he needed, like, seven and he's just chucking the he entire game. seven last game and and it just wasn't falling for him he's been forcing it that's what happened against philly that's what happened games after that so it was nice to see uh it was pretty funny in the arena i'm not gonna lie every possession there were probably like 10 or 12 when the warriors had the ball everyone would stand up pull out their phones start recording when they would miss a shot or, or score Everyone would sit back down and on repeat. There was only one possession where I think we turned the ball over and it was like a quick change and everyone like leapt up and he didn't end up shooting the three. But the three hit, the three hit was like pretty insane. It was not an easy shot. And first, who Steph is, I didn't think he would have the reaction that he did. He was hype as shit. Dude, did you see he was crying? That's what I, that's another thing I wanted to say. I don't give a shit about the Warriors. I like, I've grown to like Steph because how could you not? Yeah. I hate the Knicks. And the way they, they did everything, the way the crowd was into it, the commercials and everything, I didn't cry, but I genuinely felt a little something, something wow. in my stomach. Like it was, and I was talking about the other day how I don't, I don't care about the all time threes record, but I think that the fact that it was at the Garden and they made such a big deal out of it is what made it that special yeah they played some epic music in the arena which made it like feel special he went over did they do a bing bong when he made it (laughs) no they didn't bing bong it but he handed the ball to his dad right that was a cool moment it was a little awkward because aisha was there so dude uh, they put her in the stands they put her in the stands you know what's crazy the two people next to aisha literally one two my two former co-workers from whistle and it was it was her birthday and her boyfriend. Um, She's she already bounced back and has a boyfriend. Aisha? No, 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 my coworker's boyfriend. 
Oh, because I they saw were a meme together. that was like Steph hugging, not Aisha, Sonia Curry, his mom. Is what oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sonia, Sonia, yeah, Sonia yeah. Curry. But, and the and, meme the meme said, please just stay away from Pete Davidson. Yeah. Who was courtside. <laughs> yeah. And so they're in the video on TNT when it pans to her in the crowd. And then Drake posts the picture, like a, just a screenshot. And they're in it too. And it was just funny. Like they're like vir- viral without anyone besides me probably caring about them. But shout out to Steph. Dope I care. Record. I care. You care? I'll let them know. Uh, Steph Curry is the best shooter ever. Kevin Durant is the best Twitter shooter ever. Holy shit. What are 24 hours for Kevin Durant? First up, can you pull up the tweet? Pull up the tweet. I'll explain the other one. Pull up the tweet. You know where to find it. Go to Skip Bayless's account. Go to Kevin Durant's account. But before we get to that one, when Steph made the three uh, post game, he gave Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala, two players that have been with him for the prime of his career, two people Cause... that had the most amount of assists to him. Draymond yes. with four seventy nine and Iguodala with one sixty eight. Yes, and so he gave them engraved Rolexes to honor the moment. And KD saw the graphic on Twitter, quote tweeted it, and said. Bring me my Rolly. Just epic stuff. But that was okay, not he, his best this, tweet this is the in best 24 one. hours. Skip Bayless actually like genuinely tweeted something really nice for the first time. But it was it wasn't genuine because it's a shot at LeBron. True. You know he does that. The right? best okay. player, the best pl- Skip Bayless tweeted the best player on the planet was added again tonight in Brooklyn, going assassin in overtime for the COVID Rock Nets. Nothing like Kevin Durant. You watch come up, Bron, when Kevin Durant had like 38, 13, and 11, and he was playing with like five rookies. To which Kevin Durant quote tweeted it and just, as honest as they come, I really don't like you. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you tweeted some real sh- mean shit to me today. I should have just quote tweeted it and said, I really don't like you. <laughs> oh, you sh- the dumbest person you know. Shit was so epic. Kevin Durant is just, he's unbelievable. And so it's funny. I've been talking about snapback sports and the whole goal of it was to connect with the audience and talk back with fans and how social media has really strayed from that. It just gives LeBron a bigger platform and all these superstars just have, you know, we see them on TV, then we see them on social, then we see them wherever. Kevin Durant does social media the best. He does it right. And I respect and appreciate that for him. That's because Joel Embiid retired from Twitter a long time. Yeah, why do you do that? Why do you do that? I'm going to get mature. Fuck that. Just go back to calling Hassan Whiteside soft like we all enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, National Signing Day today, Abe. I know you might not have cared because you don't have the number one perfect quarterback recruit in the country. We do have Drew Aller, the future. Who's that? Future. He's not Quinn Ewers, though. He's not that type of future. You're talking like uh, the future, like tomorrow future. I'm talking like championship future. Championship what? Big 12 championship. Let's start there. But National Signing Day and the crazy, Let's start with the bowl game. And the, and the crazy news is that the number one recruit in the country who was locked into Florida State flipped. Texas people are calling it flip miss. Sark is Santa on flip miss because he just flips everyone over to the horns. But flip miss, the number one recruit in the country, spurns Florida State and goes to Deion Sanders, Jackson State. Spurns. Yeah, it's a good one. It's an HBCU. And holy shit, 
that is i'm so excited i think that's the coolest thing for the little guy to get the number one recruit in the country i mean it's right the little guy go the the little guy gets the number one recruit and now the big guys who have been paying their players since before it was allowed are claiming that college football integrity and the transfer portal are ruining everything like college football is and now has free agency right newsflash Dabo sweeney and others it's had free agency you guys were just the only ones that could do it. Right, right. Yeah. Fuck the fuck the big corpse. Screw them. The little guy is on a level playing field. Now, to be fair, what's going to happen is schools like Texas, who have the utmost revenue. amount of revenue, as you know, if you listen to the podcast, will be able to dish out quite the large sums of money to recruit players away from those smaller schools. But I some- don't, you know what? I, I just said that, that free agency thing, and I've seen it all over, but I don't tr- like can colleges now can texas literally go to somebody and say here's five million dollars come play for us yes or is it like in the form of like sponsorships and autograph deals or how does it work yeah so my understanding was you would have at least had to fake it meaning you could get a booster to uh pay via his company his or her company an for, NIL deal. No, an NIL deal, an appearance fee. We could even say, hey, we want you to come speak to the company. We're going to pay you $5 million. I at least thought they would try and fake it. And this is what Rovell went on a rampage last week against because he's like, the NIL's horrible. They're not doing it. Texas has created a fund that literally just pays scholarship O-Lyman 50 grand a year. Maybe 150. I don't even know what the number is. And to some, do what? To play for the team. To block. To play for the team. Like they don't even have to do any of the commitments outside. So I do think we are now headed into a real. I I was all for it. And if they even want to fake that, I'm paying you five million dollars for your autograph. Like at least have to fake it. Now that the schools can do it, it is it is a little weird. To I kind of like the fact that they don't fake it. Like, yeah, I think it's way it's funnier. Just, yeah. I mean, all these guys are getting so But then mad it's not just... NIL. I think that's Ravel's point. It's free agency. Yeah, it's just call it what it is. It's pay to play. Like some schools can pay and some can't. What is I mean, interesting and what will be curious in the future is like the NIL deals that went around this year, Derek King, DJ, uh, Rattler, Sam Howe, like it's guys who just absolutely botched and were bust. So are people going to be willing to pay the initial rates? We'll see. But shout out to Dion. That's an incredible get and truly, truly an awesome moment for them. And I'm excited to see what comes from it. With that being said, an awful moment to come. We have to listen to hockey for 60 full seconds. So Eagleson, I think we should just get this over with. Where are you at, buddy? Yeah. We're not doing like that pre. We ask him a few yeah, questions. Bullshit. Yeah. Jack, I need yeah. you to run the clock tonight because my phone's charging. Gotcha. Okay. Don't say a word, Eagleson. You literally only get a minute tonight. Wow. You're really okay. All right. One singular One, minute. Once the Jets beat the Dolphins, I'll give you an extra 30 seconds next week. Look how clean this is. So it's on my face and then oh, it's beautiful. All right. Three, two, one. All right, so the Leafs worked the Oilers a couple nights ago, 5-1, handing the Oilers their sixth straight loss. McPylon was nowhere to be seen all night, except for when he was lacking defensively. He threw up all zeros on the stat sheet, except for a nice minus two rating. 
It's become clear for this Oilers team that when McDavid or Dreisaitl don't do quite literally everything, they suck. Austin Matthews also scored his 20th goal of the year in that game, which ties him with Ovi for second in the league in goal scoring, so keep an eye out for that as I predicted him to win the Rocket at the beginning of the year. Now, COVID, of course, is back in the NHL, all sorts of games have been getting postponed, guys getting put on the COVID list, and now the Ontario government is bringing things back down to 50% capacity at all sporting events, so that's inclu- that includes the Leafs, the Ottawa Senators, as well as the Toronto Raptors. Ontario is the first place to kind of restart the whole COVID restriction thing, so hopefully this doesn't snowball and we have to do this whole thing again. Also, the Flyers dropped six goals on New Jersey the other night, which I don't think they've done all year, so... Good for you, Philly. Nick Backstrom is returning. Is he about to say Nick's basketball? What, did we turn this into from what the puck to what the politics today? (laughs) Wait, okay, Abe. The two things I saw your facial reaction. What's pylon? I don't get it. Okay, so that and then do you know what the rocket is? I assume it's the leading goal scorer. The Rocket Richard Trophy, right, Eagleson? Okay. How the fuck do you know that? I know shit. This is my J-O-B. This is my J-O-B. I need to fake no hockey things. The McPylon, I'm curious your take, Abe. I, mine is he's referencing that he is like a pylon who stands still on defense and people like run around him or skate around him. And what I'm the hell's a pylon other than the NFL thing that yeah, people die like, for? No, that, that's what it is. That, that's so how does that have any correlation to defense? Because pylons don't move. That's like the point. It's you run around them. They don't move on offense either also. I think you're missing the point here, Abe. Yeah, I, I think you are. Are you just trying to tell me he doesn't play defense? Yeah. Yeah, like he, like he's he's a pylon. He, he sits there. He... Why don't you just call him McKemba then? I that is also Emma a great can't name. Score either. <laughs> McFornia, McFornia. <laughs> um. All right, that was pretty solid. I feel hockey. like that's a reach. What? Like is is pylon like that, that's a th- that's like, thing like, in hockey? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. oh, like that guy. He's a friggin' pylon. Like he he can't do anything on defense. Pylon. I actually don't think that's the word in America, but now I can't no? think of what the word is. The, it, we say that is, all the time here. That's very no. Um, there, there is another object that people say he's a something on defense, but it's not coming to me right. Like now. same. Oh, here. Like same type of thing. Same exact. Yeah, same exact reference and analogy, but it's a different object. I have a question before we go. I have a question for Eagleson, mm-hmm. and this is going back to my work holiday party. One of the trivia questions it was holiday related, Eagleson specifically, and then Jack, I'll get your answer. How long do you think it would take in minutes, hours, whatever metric you want to use to build a stably, a stable, full structured, six foot tall snowman? What do you mean? How much snow? How long? How much time would it take? And I just have like, like an open field full of snow. Yeah. You're By open yourself. field. Okay. Just answer the question. Like, there was no specifics by yourself. Sure. By yourself. Like, all right, just to clarify, because I don't think this is really the the theme of the question. You're not referring to, like, how much snow, like, how much time no, would it take? how much time would to, it take to build a snowman? Assuming six, all the snow is there. Yes, okay. start to finish. You're in a field full of 10 inches of snow. Okay, okay. How much time do you think it would take, Eagleson? Like, probably 45 minutes. Jack? Yeah, I would say, like, by myself, two hours. It, perfect. Perfect answers. So I'm in this group. It's five of us. 
and we're all discussing. And I, I said an hour, somebody said two hours, somebody said an hour and a half. And then <laughs> one person chimes in and because it was like a family feud thing. So it's surveying Americans. Right. And she goes, wait, we're surveying Americans. Right. And mm-hmm. we go, yeah. And she goes, oh, so you're probably right. We're like, what? She goes, well, I'm Canadian. And I wrote down 30 minutes. <laughs> like thinking that you guys are like the snow, the, the snowman goats. They pro- it, it's funny. I actually kind of agree. Like I haven't built a snowman since, In- since I was five. <laughs> if I've ever built one. We're lazy Americans. That's like, that's totally a thing. No, we build uh, snowballs and beat each other. We're men. Right. <laughs> Hence why I don't know. What was the most popular response? Um, I think the, if you surveyed a hundred Americans, I think that if I remember that the, it was like an hour and 15 minutes, maybe hour and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I said an hour. All right. I well, like that it. just validates the data that I collected that yeah. Canadians think. Oh yeah. Eagleson, weren't you collecting some data? Uh, yeah, I got a 90 on that. So, thank you, yeah, you Snapback fam. Plus plus. Yeah. Uh, I I was just 90%. That's all that I Is it almost report card season? Mark season? Um, yes, actually. They're, well, mid midterms. Midterms are soon. I think tomorrow actually. Teacher was saying something about it today. You Wait, wait, wait time out. You think the midterms are tomorrow or you get your grades? Like the midterm marks. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Marks, sorry, sorry. Great. Marks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Eagleson, any final thoughts? If you think the Jets are going to win, that's just wrong. Zero, 0.0. 0. 0. 0. There's, that's you're going to need more There's, zero. 0.000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000